Blog Talk Radio. Just a little bit of intro music and all, and I didn't have a chance today. I've got to make new intros, and it's part of my transition, my growth. And, but welcome, um, Psychic John Elton. And we're going to talk about 2012 and beyond. Because, you know, the, all this hype in the news about 2012, is it, the, you know, is it the end in the Mayan calendar where it stops? And, you know, and it, and it ends there, and, you know, does that mean it's the end of the world? Are we going to all, you know, die in a big cataclysmic explosion or something? And, you know, and, and it's just a big old hype thing. And, you know, I've, I've talked about it. Other people have talked about it. I wrote about it, actually, like, and wrote about it, and it's called, is that Lulu.com? It's under my real name. But it's called Humanity's Great Spiritual Awakening. Are you ready? And I talk about going into 2012, how there's a big change that's taking place. And we're going to have a dual existence. So I'm like, you know what? I watched a movie the other night. It's about 2012 and, you know, Secrets Revealed. And they were talking about um, how the Mayan calendar just ends and this date. And, you know, they assume that it ends in 2012. 
because between converting from their calendar to our calendar, they come up with this date. I always saw one little flaw with that. We don't know when their calendars began and when their calendar actually ended. So if we had, and you know, because we don't know when they when they stopped, we have a rough idea. But we look back, and all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. Okay, but how long ago were they gone? You know, what year were they at when their when they wrote their calendar? And their calendars were different than ours. So I'm like, hmm. And what intrigued me the most was they said that this cycle. It's um, 13, and I forgot the name of it. They call it, but it's like you know, 13 uh, cycles that it goes through for it to complete. And they said it happens like every 250,000 years. And I'm like, wait a minute. Weren't people around longer than 250,000 years? So I don't think we're, you know, that new of a species. So I'm looking and did a little bit of research today. And it's like, yeah, we've been around in millions of years. So it's like, you know, 250,000 years ago. Let's see. Well, we were around as, um, uh, let's see, Lucy. Well, they considered the uh, nickname Lucy and uh, Ahamadid 3.2 million years ago. Give or take a few million or 100,000 years, you know, because they're not quite sure. <clears throat> But about 2.5 to 1.6 million years ago, Homo habilis came to be about. And 300,000 years ago, roughly, Neanderthals appeared in Europe. And roughly about 200,000 years ago, give or take a few thousand years, according to what I'm reading, it's, it's called slash time slash timeline. And it gives you a little timeline about, you know, about our species and all. So give or take a few thousand years, Homo sapiens in Africa leave what will be a fossil record of their species. So we've been around for over 250,000 years. So the Mayan calendar, according to the way they're all saying, how it's, you know, it goes through this cycle for 250,000 years and then that's it. It's done. Okay, well, we've been along longer than this. So if this goes in cycles of every 250,000 years, this has happened before in our species' existence. So I found that kind of interesting. Then I'm, I'm going out and I'm looking at other stuff. And, um, and I'm looking around. And I, and I look to see about the Mayan calendar. And there's another website that I found. It's called Dreams.com slash Mayan and um, click on it for Mayan calendar. And they call about, they talk about uh, different nights and days and how everything goes and all. And there's a lot of technical stuff for it. But there's a galactic underworld and there's uh, each day and night lasts 360 days. And uh, let's see. You know, they're talking about, and what we've all been talking about is uh, a shift from chaos to the enlightened world. 
say trying to hurry to grab some things in her. But uh, you know, we're shifting into an, into enlightened beings, and there's going to be a lot of chaos, of course, and a lot of confusion, because we went from at one point back a couple of thousand years, we went from patriarchal or matriarchal. I got it confused. But anyways, where women ruled the roost, so to speak. And, uh, you know, a woman said, when? I mean, look at, you know, we had Cleopatra and all, and, you know, women were rulers and everything. So, um, then we went to where men did all the ruling, and war, and famines, and, you know, and all this other stuff. And um, we became enlightened, so to speak. You know, and I was talking to somebody over the weekend, and they said, oh, this last great planetary alignment and shift happened when George Washington and the revolution of our country. He was kind of scary at what he was saying, too, this weekend about New World Order and stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's another one feeding into the fear. And I'm going to get into fearing just a little bit, too, because it all plays a part of all of this. But we're going to shift from uh, chaos to the enlightened world. And what's going to happen is, you know, um, we're going to break away from a hierarchical control and guided by our um, intuitive towards, we're going to start becoming one in a wholeness where, you know, we're going to understand the big picture of things. We're going to understand things that we've never even dreamt of before. And it's going to happen, and like we've, like a lot of people have been saying, this shift is happening at an alarming rate. It's going to continue going quicker and quicker. And as we approach, and it's, it leads up to 2012, because that's when, you know, yes, it's a shift, it's a difference, but what it really is is um, we're becoming enlightened beings. And a lot of people have said, when you, if you were to go ahead and actually do this, this has already happened. 2012. And a lot of people saying, well, you know, if you go ahead and think of it differently, it could be sometime way in the future. But my saying is we have no idea when the Mayans stopped writing their calendar. We have no idea what um, what year they were in when they stopped all this. So if we tried to take our calendar and put it in with theirs, we don't know. But they're saying, oh, it's you know, it's like, oh, well, it goes according to this, and we've estimated this to be December twenty-first, uh, two thousand and twelve. And it's like that's where you get your problem. You're feeding into this because you're like, well, we assume this is to be the date. We think this is the date. You hear some of them to be like, this is the date. It's like, hello, you don't know when their calendar was done and when it was written. You don't know what year they were in. That's going to lead us up to two thousand and twelve, because we have. And you had um, A.D. and B.C., before Christ and after Dominion or whatever it was. Now we've changed it to B.C.E. and A.C.E., before Common Era and after Common Era, because they realized we have no idea what year we're really in. We've made mistakes. We tried to go ahead and leave us in linear. And then you go back to um, Egyptians and all. Well, the year of the Pharaoh 
you know, you had one year, you know, year one of Cleopatra, year two of Cleopatra, year three of Cleopatra. That's how they wrote and kept track of their times. You know, and then you had, you know, a different um, emperor, you know, and leader. So you had your years according to that. You know, and then a lot of them, you know, tried wiping away the history of the other person and saying this is when it all starts. So, you know, that's when you go that's thousands of years old, you've got a problem here. Unfortunately, those of us who are spiritual know the shift is taking place, knows we're going in towards enlightenment. It's beginning. So, but it's happening at an alarming rate now, and 2012 is only a couple of years away. So some people have realized it's like, well, it's actually going to be like 2010 to 2011 is when it's actually going to happen. So, but... Um, what it is is we're shifting into spiritual beings. We're shifting to be a dual existence. And what's happening is those who are in control are afraid. So what they're doing is they're putting fear into the general population. They're making everyone afraid of what's going to be going on. So, um, yeah, and then... That's you know, each month was only 20-something, 20, 20 days in a month. But then they're saying, oh, well, they had a couple of different calendars that they used. So it went according to the gestation period of, um, of people. So we're shifting, and we're getting ready for this. And, um, you know, some interesting information that's out there if you look for it. But I got the insight... Um, any information about, uh, that I was talking about by looking around today. And it was confirmation of what I wrote about. And, uh, the, you know, the governments and all are afraid of everything. You know, our energy is shifting, and uh, we're looking at solar flares, an increase in solar activity. There has also been shown, and scientists prove it, that there is an opening in the Earth's atmosphere. So when we get these big stars, you know, we're so technologically dependent. You know, everything's GPS. It's where's it from? It's not from something based here on the Earth. It's out in the atmosphere of outer space. Uh, cell phones. Yeah, you, know, you got the cell phone towers and all, but a lot of them are relayed also through satellites in space. Everything that's got to be done with satellites in space and all. So you know, we're going to have these solar storms and everything else, and that can put them out of whack. Why is that? Because the electromagnetic fields can interfere with those. Well, we're made up of electromagnetic energy also. We're, we're energy. So the electrical magnetic energy coming from the solar flares and the sun and all are going to be bombarding us too. What happens when you add energy to energy? You just get more energy. So, you know, your bodies are shifting and changing. We're adapting to the energy, and, and we've seen it. We're all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, this is going to be speeding up, going real fast. And then all of a sudden, it just seems to be dragging along. And then we speed right back up again. And it keeps on going back and forth and back and forth. Well, it's because we're adapting to these energy waves. We're adjusting to higher frequencies. So, unfortunately, a lot of people haven't been able to adapt to these new energy waves that are taking place. So when we do start getting bombarded with higher frequencies of energy, it's going to feed into their fears because 
the mass media and the governments, and especially the religious orders, are going to feed into, it's the end of the world, it's doomsday. It's going to feed into those fears. Fear is controlling. When, um, like for me, I'm afraid of roller coasters. It controls me. It stops me from going on a roller coaster. Yeah. Some people are afraid of water. They're, it prevents them from going into the water. You know, you, you look at whatever you're afraid of, and what does that fear do? It prevents you from doing something. It prevents you from changing. It prevents you from experiencing. It prevents you from enjoying. And that's because of fear. And what's going on right now? Look at the new movie that's coming out in 2012. They're showing about the earth exploding and, you know, everything's going in chaos and collapsing and, you know, a 30, you know, uh, 300 foot wall of water is engulfing the earth and it's creating more panic. People are saying, see, Hollywood's even telling us about it. Hollywood is preparing us for it. No, Hollywood is feeding into it because that's what the government wants you to believe. That's what the religious orders want you to believe. And the religions, religious uh, orders and the governments are going to be fighting over it. As we get closer and closer to 2012, you're going to start seeing, you know, well, well you know, 2012, the government will be like, no, you know, you know, they're working away to where if all of a sudden, like, you know what, all chaos breaks loose, <clears throat> what are they going to do? They're going to put in martial law. We've got to go with the flow. You know, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be the end of the world, the end of the world, and the end of this, and the end of that. Yes, I believe in a way, you know, you have to take care of yourself. But at the same point, the universe is going to take care of us. That's all part of the designed plan. This was all predestined since that one big bang happened in the middle of nothingness. God created all of this for a purpose and a reason. And I've talked about it before and I've wrote about it. We're having a dual existence. We're going to be enlightened beings, ascended beings in a physical form. We're going to be aware of other dimensions. We're going to be able to communicate with them. And I've found some websites that even... What we have to do is learn to accept the fear, embrace it, but also learn that we can change that. Once we go ahead and learn that we can go ahead and change that fear and not let it control us, then it's going to allow us to go ahead and grow spiritually. We're going to be enlightened even more. You know, and that's the scary part, though, because we're afraid of change. You know, we're too used to having things done a certain way. You know, a uh, prime example, look at the Catholic Church. I say this because they're always going through turmoil and, and chaos and change and all and trying to. But they're losing more and more people because they didn't believe in divorce. They don't believe in premarital sex. They don't believe in same-sex marriage. So they're, you know, they're like, no. We're not changing. We're not adapting. So what do they do? They've gone ahead, and many, many years ago, Latin. Well, they figured, well, we got to change that, because people are like, okay, I don't understand what's going on here. So they were losing people. So they started changing the mass, going ahead and doing some changes and all to try to keep people in control, keep their power. So they changed it. Well, now when they're faced with even more changes now, what are they doing? Oh, we're going back to the old way of doing things. They're reverting to what they did in the past. 
in hopes that it's going to keep people coming in because, oh, it's so different. It's done in Latin. This is so cool. It's so interesting. You know, but they're trying to, you know, they're afraid of change. They're afraid of going on and afraid of doing new things. So they're trying to do things to maintain the power and the control. So we've got to learn to accept change. Um, I'm going through my own changes right now. I'm, I'm growing. I'm evolving. Part of my change in my evolving is coming up with a new, uh, you know, a different name for myself professionally. That's got a different ring to it, a different um, ambiance to it, I guess you could say. So it's something that's different. Now, gay psychic is still there, still a part of me, always will be. But it was very limiting and confining. That's what fear does too. You know, I was afraid, you know, it's like, oh, no, I'm going to stay with this. I'm afraid of change. And, you know, something kept telling me for a while, you have to change. You have to change. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. Why should I? And finally decided, no, I've got to do this. So I went ahead and changed and all. Some great energies have been going around and, and taking place. So, you know, but you face your fears. You go ahead and you adapt. So, I've, you know, I've gone ahead and I've adapted. You know, it's something we have to do in 2012. We have to learn to grow. We have to learn to change. We have to learn to adapt. So I'm going to go through a little bit more. Let me grab some more of my notes here. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about our brainwaves. During waking times, we typically operate using two brainwave frequencies. We're in beta and alpha. Beta waves is where our brain's electrical signals operate between 14 to 40 cycles per second, or hertz, as they call them. You know, I ain't going to be getting all that technical stuff. But and it re represents a state of high mental activity typically associated with stress. And then we have our alpha brain waves. Operate at a, you know, at a lower frequency, you know, uh, 7.5 to 14 cycles per second. And that's a relaxed state of mind. And that's what we normally operate during the day. relaxed. So we operate at both, both frequencies, for your mind does. Then we have lower brain waves, which is theta and delta. Theta is 4, uh, 4 to 7.5, and delta is 0 0.5 to 4. And they're physically inactive states, such as deep meditation or sleep. That's when those are normally active. So we're in really deep meditation and sleeping and all. And then we have the highest brainwave uh, state. It's called gamma, which is 40 plus you know, megahertz or whatever per second. And it re represents bursts of insight and has been increasingly observed in the use of higher cognitive abilities by children. So as this plasma from the, the solar energy that's coming at us real soon pours into the earth, people's brainwave states will be affected also. That's what I was just talking about a little while ago. It's going to increase our energy output. For some people, this might be interactions becoming more intense as more beta brainwave activity takes place. You know, a good analogy would be um, somebody who uh, has lived all their life in a very relaxed, small little town, and you know, in the American Midwest, where it's just like, hey, you know, everyone knows each other, and it's just very casual, very relaxed. No stress, you know. Just go about carefree in everyday life. Suddenly, you pick up this person and you transport them right into the middle of New York City. Okay? 
it's just going to be total chaos for them. So, you know, and that's what it's going to be like. It's going to be like all of a sudden, you know, we're really calm and relaxed, and all of a sudden, boom, because this big burst of energy in our minds. So it's going to really throw us all off there. So, uh, you know, and other people may find that, you know, our bodies are going to lack vitality because we're going to have a lot of static electricity. So with a, a lot of us who are able to express um, our body's increased nervous energy is what we're calling it, nervous energy. We're going to find it much easier to start and complete projects that we previously put on a back burner. You know, we're going to be real easily be able to switch from gamma to alpha, which is the two higher frequencies of brainwave activity. We're going to be able to switch between those uh, with greater uh, creative insights as individual people need to calmly respond to a more challenging socioeconomic environment. You know, what we have to do is key to benefiting from the, the gamma brainwave, the higher gamma uh, insight, is to keep a positive and open mind where new insights are integrated. Because what, as you have an open mind into things, it becomes part of your life. Think back to, um, like for me, prime example. And then you can put your own example in to fit it. I had heard about Reiki many years ago. But I was like, you know what? That's not for me. I had a closed mind. Then one day, Annette, I said, you know what, let me open up my mind and research it and look into it. I've integrated it now into part of my life because I had an open mind for it. So I integrated that and it became part of me. So that's what's going to be happening. You have to keep a positive outlook, a positive an open mind into what's happening into the future, what's happening in your life. Don't close your, idea, your mind down to any, any new possibilities because that's going to prevent you from moving forward. Open up your mind. Think. Like, say, you know what? Let me check this out. Because, you uh, you know, it comes into your minds with these higher frequencies. If you put it away, it's going to block you. The whole transition is about. Transition is about opening us up to newer insight, newer awakenings, newer awarenesses. And also by having an open mind and having a positive outlook, where most individuals are most likely, likely, sorry, to succeed in dealing with the solar waves that are pouring through the giant hole in the Earth's uh, magnetosphere. We're going to be able to handle that stress. We're going to be able to deal with it. It's going to be like, eh, you know what, just go with the flow. You know, ride the wave. You know, these bursts of energy where we're going to be up and doing stuff, and all of a sudden we'll be coming down, and you know what, I need a nap. You're going to take a nap. But then you're going to be full of energy for a couple of days. So you're going to learn to ride these waves. What's going to have the hard time, though, is if you don't, have the open mind. You know, and a lot of you here right now <clears throat> have an open mind because I put on about 2012 and you're like, you know what? i got to hear what this guy has to say. So you're in here right now. And I have an in all of you because I'm reading some of my notes and all. Uh-oh. Is my voice getting better? So I got a private message that somebody says I was cutting out. Ugh. Eh, stupid, stupid Skype calls. Hmm. Okay. 
I know I'm going to take care of this. Uh, let me go ahead and call in and switch. So while I do that, let me go ahead and play some music. I don't know if it could be because of the weather down here in Florida with all the rain and all, and um, 
I'm just vibrating at a higher frequency. But my um, Skype was cutting out on me uh, last couple of nights, too. So it was acting kind of strange and all, but um, so that's why I just went ahead and called in instead. So let me go ahead and give everyone a shout out, and then I'll go ahead and continue on with what I was talking about. Hello, uh, Bitam Tiru, Brenda, Sholay, Cindy's Mountain, Dominica, um, Dominica Amore, Emerald Rose. Hello, J.A.H. Nessa, Kimberly, Lady Silver Vixen, Moon Lady. Nice to have you all with us. Yes, Skype is free. Uh, but they've got it where, because uh, I use it to host a show. Um, I'm a premier host. So I get to call in. I, uh, like you do click the talk, I can do click the host. And they have it with Skype. But evidently, there's something wrong with the Skype connection. It's still working out some other things. So, and little issues with it. So, but yes, I, you know, I appreciate it when you know, you private message me, let me know that I'm cutting out because I wasn't looking at the at the um, at the chat room. So let's go ahead and continue on what I was talking about. We have to have that open mind and positive thinking and and try new things. That's part of what we're here for. We're here to learn and to grow and to expand. You know, in individuals, those of us who are preparing ourselves, we will literally, literally become what they're considering solar wave riders, able to ride the waves of incoming solar energy to higher levels of creativity and fulfillment. And, and trust me, you know, you'll start hearing it first uh, from the psychics and mediums, and anybody, any uh, light worker, actually, you'll hear it's like, oh, I feel a wave coming, and because we're, we're feeling it first. And then everyone else would be like, oh, my God, it's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, that's what we've been talking about. It comes the energy waves, you know, because we feel it so subtle. While anyone else who's not vibrating at a higher level is going to take them a while before they feel it. When it's in full force is when they feel it, and they haven't had a time to adapt to it. Those of us vibrating at a higher level are able to adapt to it, so we, we feel it coming on and building. And even though for some of us, when it gets up to the peak, it's like, oh, my God. God, it's like, what the heck happened? It's like, go away already, just subside and relax. And that happens. So let me see. Yeah, I know we've been talking about, um, about spiritual consequences and all. And, um, You know, we can't, can't look at it as, as negativity when, you know, when all this chaos comes up. You know, we've got to think of the positives about it. You know, and it's kind of hard for us to do because we're so used to thinking of the negative. You know, what everyone, you know, people are like, oh, well, we're going to be ascended. It means we're all going to die. No, it doesn't mean we're all going to die. It simply means that we are... Um, we're doing a movement upward in consciousness. You begin to see through um, what they call the Maya, or the illusion of this world, which is created through the, um, you know, all these little uh, subatomic particles. That's create. That's an illusion. All we've seen is just pop, you know, neutrons and molecules all moving at different rates of speed. So that's all we're seeing. Yeah, it's solid. But you could put anything under a microscope, and you see cells moving. 
That's all everything is, is all these, you know, small little microscopic cells that are moving and vibrating. They're all energy. Even oxygen is energy. You're talking, you're looking at the computer screen. You were able to go ahead and look and put it under a microscope. You would see little tiny cells moving around. They're all vibrating. So, you know, we're, we're adjusting it because this is all an illusion. You know, and it makes it all, call, you know, uh, puts together and all and sticks together, and it's what we call matter. It's solid. Now, through the ascension process, we realize that uh, we are the creator of our own experiences, which we call, you know, the living world here, the universe. It does not mean that we're going to leave this world, but it does mean that we're going to transcend it while still being part of it. That's when I realized, like, oh, my God, I wrote about this two years ago. That was my confirmation when I'm reading this stuff online. It's like we're going to transcend it while still being a part of it. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to have the dual existence. We're going to be a spiritual being living in this physical realm in existence. Hello, Sabrina, darling. See, I like my other picture that I had up there. I don't think we'll ever get to the point, um, Emerald Rose, of being under martial law. Um, you know, it's going to be, because uh, people won't allow, we won't, we, a lot of countries won't allow it. I mean, when they, look at China, when they had martial law in it there, and you get uh, Tiananmen Square, people stood up and said, no, I'm not taking this no more. You know, we're going to stand up and realize, no, we're not going to take it no more. And, you know, we're going to stand up for it. We're going to fight it. So I'm trying to see what's going on in the chat room, too. So, um... Yeah. And, you know, don't feed into the negativity. Don't feed into the hype of, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to, you know, it's good to go see the movie. Look at it as a movie. You're going to see 2012. You know, and everyone's like, oh, you're always so positive. It's like, well, you know what? What does it do being negative? Where does it get you thinking negative thoughts? It doesn't get you no place. It gets you upset. And it just brings in more negativity. Because when you start talking negative, someone else who believes in the same thing starts talking negative. And it builds and builds and builds. You know, or or somebody's negative point of view doesn't car, uh, you know, doesn't relate to your negative point of view. So you know what? I'd rather be positive and try to live, you know, 99% positive outlook on life. And have people say, "Oh, you're just a little too positive and too goody goody for me." Well, that's fine, because sooner or later they come around and they say, "You know what? I need more of you around me. You know, you're such good energy for me." And that's what we need. We need more positive outlooks. The more positive outlooks, the more happiness we have out there. The, you know, it gets rid of the negativity. And that's what we're, we're trying to do as light workers. We're trying to spread joy. And I did this yesterday, uh, the other day when I was at the um, Metaphysically Living Expo. And I talked about it. I said, you know, you'll see a lot of radio shows, and or you'll see John Edwards shows, or Lisa Williams show. And Lisa, though, a little bit, she, she tries to make fun of things and tries to have an upbeat. But you see a lot of them where, okay, I see this happening for you, and real negative, and real mellow, and real, you know, real monotone shows. You know, and a lot of sadness and all. But I try to make things funny. 
You know, I try to laugh, uh, you know, laugh about things and, you know, and just be myself and be happy-go-lucky. And it changes the vibration. It changes the readings. And I told him, I said, you know, I, when I do a reading, I try to put a positive spin on things. I try to make people laugh during the reading. I try to make them feel good during the reading. Even if I see something bad, I try to look at it. It's like, well, you know what? Yeah, I see you're going to get divorced, but is he really worth living with? And then they start laughing like, yeah, you're right. That's, he's not worth it. I said, all right then. So see, a divorce would be a good thing for you. Because at first they're like, oh, gosh, a divorce. Well, how, you know, do you really want to live with this person? Do you really want to stay with them? So it's a good thing. So all of a sudden, you know, I put a little spin that way. Some people don't. They'll be like, you know, I see a divorce coming, and, you know, and this and that, and keep on going, and, and they keep going, and the person keeps being, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And they stay in the negative, negative zone. So I try to go ahead and put a spin on it, and spin it up and turn it positive and put a smile on their face and make them feel good about themselves. Put, you know, positive energies out there for them. And it does help. You know, and, and that's just me. But, you know, you try not to feed into the negative because the more you feed into the negative, the stronger it's going to get. And that's not what we're about. That's not what our creator wanted us here for. That's where you get the good and evil. You know, the Christian ideal is uh, God and the devil, dark and light. You get the two feeding off of each other and trying to see who's going to win out. Well, we're getting ready to ascend in a higher spiritual being. So what would you rather do? Ascend where you're going to have more knowledge, and you're going to be happier, and you're not going to have any more, you know, as much turmoil and stress as what you do now? Or would you rather stay in the feeling and the negativity and the sadness that you have now or be in a worse situation? I don't know about you. I'm looking forward to having more happiness, more prosperity, more abundance in my life instead of being negative and down. And that's what's getting ready to happen. That's what the shifts are getting ready to take place. You know, so as you, and you'll notice, as, as you start thinking more positively, more positive things are going to happen in your life. You know, I had a friend of mine, she got fired from work and all. She's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? No one's hiring. Nobody's hiring. I said, turn it around. Someone's hiring. You're going to be hired. They're going to get you a job there. Don't worry about it. <coughs> she went ahead, fell out a job. She said, guess what? I said, what? I said, you got a job. Didn't she? she goes, yes. I said, I told you she goes, I went into because I fill out an application with the, with the um, with the feeling they're going to hire me. And she goes, and they hired me. I said, well, yeah, I told you. I said, it's positive thinking. She goes, yeah, I know. You keep telling me that, and I keep ignoring it. She goes, but I took your advice, and it worked. I said, all right then. Positive thinking brought positive results. Now, if she would have gone in there saying, okay, they're not hiring, because they told her at first, well, we're not really hiring now, but just go ahead and fill out the application. So she went in thinking, it's like, well, I'm, they're going to hire me. So they went ahead. She filled out the application. They looked it up right at then. They called her up a little while later. It's like, um, you know, they have a training class to go to. They said, when can you go ahead and start training? She said, I'm available now. So they're like, yeah, well, you know, the person that we, were gonna hire, that we recently just hired didn't work out, and they, they're leaving. And we got someone else who wants to transfer someplace else. So we can go ahead and hire you. So I said, see, I said, if you would have gone in negative, you never would have gotten a job. I said, well, you went in positive, and look what happened. She goes, yeah, I know. She goes, you always tell me that. So, but that's what we have to start doing, start thinking of positive, you know. So, um, so I'm looking over at what's going on in the chat room here. 
Yeah, you study Doom, you're going to get Doom. But we're go, what we're doing is we're looking at enlightenment, and that's what it's about. That's why, you know, I said, you know, I've got to do this. I've got to start talking about this more. And that's why I started this today, because you know, I wrote about it, and I got some confirmations myself today. We're going to be, and you know, all the people are writing about the dual existence. We're spiritually enlightened, and we're going to live in physical forms. I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, and uh, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to transcend or to get rid of a negative condition or um, this limitation that has been placed upon, uh, upon you. Because when you're so stuck with negative, what happens is you slow down. Now look at uh, like Dr. Phil today. He had one prime example. This man was unemployed for three years. What does he do now? He sits in front of the TV. He lays in bed until noon. He gets slower and slower and slower, feeding into the negativity. There's nothing out there. It's beneath me. Like, you know, I got a college education. I was making six-finger income. I lost my job. You know, um, I, you know I'm not going to work for a $25,000 a year job because that's too beneath me. We fed into the negativity, kept on going and going. What happened is that negativity took over into his life. Three years later, he's unemployed, sleeps until noon, sometimes later than that, and just sits there. So now what it's going to do is it's going to take a lot more energy for him to get out of that rut because he's so sluggish now. It's going to take him a while to build up now. He's so where he's not going to want to sleep until noon. He's going to go to bed like he normally does, but instead of sleeping 12, 14 hours a day, he's got to re-energize himself to where eight hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep is all he needs so he can get up and function for the whole day. That takes a lot more energy to go ahead and get rid of that negative cycle. So see, that's why if you keep holding on to the negative, it takes a lot more positive to get rid of the negative. So why hold on to it? So I tell people when I read them, why are you still holding on to the past? Why do you still want to hold on to that relationship that didn't work? Why are you still concerned? Well, how are they doing? Are they okay? What have they been up to? Do you think we'll ever get back together again? Do they think about me? Who cares? Move on. You know, yeah, a lot of you pay for psychic readings. A lot of you come onto the shows like mine and they try to get, you know, a free psychic reading and all. Try to get the guidance and insight. So you can go ahead and move on with your life. But yet, some of you don't want to listen to us. You go from show to show to show to show to show. We keep telling you why you keep holding on to them. Well, I'm not. It's like, yeah, you are because you're calling into a show and asking, do they still want me? Do they still care about me? Will we get back together again? What are they doing? How are they doing? Do they love me still? Do they miss me? Are they hurting for me? You know, are they happy in their new relationship? Who cares? You have your life. They have theirs. You learned from, uh, from each other. I tell people is like you know why that's holding you into the past and that's going to take that takes that much more energy for them to release it and to be able to move on you know and, that, and that's a sad thing when you um you know when you go ahead and and won't and won't do that you know when you won't go ahead and um oh i go about the shim about the symptoms of the shift and all 
Actually, let me, um, I need to take a short little break here, so hold on one moment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Take a short break. Be right back.
Alrighty, everybody, I'm back. I know I had to get caught up with what's going on in the chat room and all. Let me go ahead and take a call here while we're at it. Area code 949, you're on the air. Hi, John, how are you? Good, how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. I'm here with my best friend, and we are watching, uh, watching, listening to your show and enjoying it. I, my question is um, about my music. I wonder if you could tell me um, anything that's going on with my music, or if for some reason the spirits or energies have anything else more prominent to tell me. I'm game. Um, we're not actually doing any readings at the moment. So I'm not oh. able to tap into anything right now because we were just talking about 2012 and um, the changes that are getting ready to take place. Oh, well, um, in regards to 2012, I started reading a fascinating book called Our Ultimate Reality and how um, we just tuned in about 15 minutes ago. Uh, but they say that most everyone who um, have truly be, um, started to become enlightened with the positivity that you were talking about and then also really starting to find the focus and good will rise up to another level. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, well, we have to evolve and grow. And that's Correct. all part of the process about, uh, that we're going through the transition and the transformation. Are you still there? Yeah. Sorry about that. My phone kind of cut in a little bit. I'm on, on a cell phone right now. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, I've been having a little problems with uh, with my switchboard and all, too. So, um, But, yeah, the, you know, we're all evolving and we're mm -hmm. all changing and all. So, um, you know, change is a good thing, and, uh, and it's yeah. going to help us to become more enlightened. What role do you think the arts will be playing in the next, like, two years to help the enlightenment? of everyone in the, on the planet. Do you think that there is, that a positive influence will start to come? Oh, yeah. Because there's a more and more light workers that are opening up and helping people. Mm -hmm. So it's going to end up helping um, with the next couple of years to help people. Okay. It'll be a lot easier. Cool. Well, so, thank okay, you. Just hang in there. No problem. Just hang in there and um, tune in. Hopefully tomorrow night I'll be um, doing some readings for people. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Thanks, John. Yep. Bye. Yeah, so I'm going through changes and transformations myself, and, you know, um, I had a private message, private conversation I was going through with somebody, so, um, so yeah, you know, uh, I like said, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk, and uh, I'm going through the changes and all, and and, um, and it's interesting because you know when I went through as the name gay psychic, when I tried doing stuff before as my mm, birth name, nobody really listened. I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. Then I came up with you know gay psychic, and everyone was like, oh, I've got to listen in, and got me noticed. Which is good, you know, because, you know, I had to do something to where I stood out for a while. But then it's, it prevents, prevented me from moving on. So instead of being like, well, okay, I'm going to go back to, you know, who I was. You know, I'm transforming and re-adapting and re-energizing. You know, a lot of people are like, well, why don't you just go by your real name? 
it's like, well, I've got to change. I've got to adapt, and I've got to basically talk the talk and walk the walk. Um, you know, a lot, I've had some good feedback on um, my new name that I'm using. I've had some bad feedback on it. Um, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you know, I thought about it and saw what happened. It's like, oh, my God, what's he doing? And, you know, I told it's like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. And, you know, you got to use your real name. And, and, you know, it's got so much better energy. It's like, yeah, it's part of the transformation. If it's meant to be and I go back to that, then it will be that. Then I will go back to that. But that's part of the changing. And you've got to try out new things. You've got to do new things. So in a way, I am talking to talk and walking to walk. You know, we're all changing and evolving. And part of the changing and evolving was I went from, you know, um, who I was born. And I went and started using the name Gay Psychic. And now I'm Psychic John Elton. And it's getting me noticed, too, people, you know, liking it. Some people don't like it. Some people are like, what the heck is he doing? Well, you can't be afraid of change. You know, I knew that, you know, gay psychic was very limiting. But at the same point, I started using my real name and associating it with the gay psychic. So I said, I can't do that as much. I can't focus on that. So i got to do something to change and be part of the transformation and the changes. So this way, then, when I do go back, if I do go back to it, and be like, you know, it's part of the transformation process. The transformation is complete. I am who I am. You know, and you can't be afraid of changes. If you feel, you know, you got a change coming on, you got a change coming on. Um, you know, a lot of people throughout history have changed their names. You know, and, um, you know it's an online name. It's a professional name I'm used for, you know, for a little while and all. But, you know... Yeah, my real name was Michael Carbon, and I was just like, you know what? It's like that was me. It's still me, but that's part of the changing and evolving process. You know, trying to rediscover myself, re you know, re um, redo things. And you know, when I tell people, it's like, you know, you have to be willing to change and to go with the flow of things. Well, if I state only as me, and I'm telling everyone, you have to go ahead and change. And yet, I'm not willing to change myself. And what am I telling people? Well, I'm telling them, well, you need to change, but I'm not going to because I'm perfect the way that I am. And I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. So, yeah, so I'm flaky and flighty in it there, and I've changed from, you know, started going by, uh, you know, online and gay psychic all over the place. And I'm changing it now to psychic John Elton. And everyone's like, that's got a different ring. It sounds like Elton John. It's like, it is. It's backwards. And I spelt it differently. You know, but I'm changing, I'm evolving, I'm trying to see who I am and what I am and trying to rediscover myself, too. So how can I tell you to do that and I'm not going to? A lot of people on here have used different names and changing their names on here all the time. You know, and, but I've been, you know, been teaching, uh, telling people, you know, you have to be willing to accept change. You have to be willing to do things differently. You know, so, um, you know, a lot of people haven't change their names, and, you know, they're fine with that. You know, but I notice in order to go ahead and break through barriers, you have to be willing to change things and do something different. You know, when you have a certain, um, you know, that's why a lot of actors and actresses in Hollywood, if they get stuck in a certain role, that's all they get. 
They're stuck. They can't expand. They can't grow. They can't change. The minute they break free of that, they're you know finally able to get a new chance and do something different. Then new doors open up for them. So I was doing good, and getting word out to people as gay psychic. So I've had to change though. There was a change that was needed. So I'm going ahead and I'm doing a transition, and that's what I tell everyone. I'm transitioning. I'm evolving. I'm changing. I may go back in time at some point and just go, you know, hey, use my real name instead. Right now, no. My uh, my professional name is this, and you know, leaving it at that is part of a transformation, part of an evolving process. You know, that's what it is. It's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, so see, everyone, you know, uses different names, and, you know, which is good. You know, and I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were like, oh, but your energy is so much better as your real name. And it's like, yeah. And they're like, well, you have to accept what happened to you when you were growing up and, and um, you know, as a child and, you know, how people associated with you and all. And it's like, yeah, what i got to redo is just reinvent, reinvent that person. And that's part, of the, that's part of the 2012 process. We're all changing. We're all growing. We're all expanding. You know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of other hosts on here have changed their names, too, and everyone's like, what the heck did you do? And they're like, well, I'm changing. I'm evolving. And that's like me. I'm changing evolving right now. So, you know, when you have radio shows, you can change your show name and, and your online name and all, but, um, you know, if I'm going to be doing readings and all, I need people to know me by a certain name. So, and those who know me, they follow along, so. You know, but it's opening up other doors for me, other venues. So I'm just trying to walk the walk and say, you know, change is a good thing. You know, can't be stagnant. i got to shake things up a bit. And I've, I guess I've done that, haven't I? I guess I am walking to walk and talk and talk because I've gotten things stirred up a little bit. People are coming back to the show, so like, what the heck are you doing? It's like, well, where the heck have you been? I had to do something to get you back here to listen to me, now didn't I? So, yeah, so change is a good thing. I love change, you know. So, like I said, we were talking about, you know, the negative energies and all, and how it takes a lot of energy. Okay, thank you. Uh, just got some confirmation here just as I was talking this. It takes a lot of energy to go ahead and get rid of negativity, okay? But what I'm doing is, growing up, I was pounded into me about my real name and about who I was. And I'm like, no, that's not me. But I had believed it for so long, it put so many blockages on me. So I'm rein reinventing myself, rediscovering myself. I'm putting a lot of energy into getting rid of that negativity that was um, sent to me as a child, as I was growing up, uh, the negativity of a lot of things growing up, and that, you know, I started believing at one point, well, maybe they were right. Maybe I'm not going to amount to nothing. Maybe I am going to be a nobody. So I believed it. So now I'm changing. I'm like, you know what? I don't believe it. 
So, you know, and one one way to go ahead and change things is, um, you know, and I'm seeing it is by changing the name. You know, it's it's a, it's drastic. It's a lot of energy to do it, but it's going to go ahead and get rid of the negativity I grew up with. Because when all of a sudden, when transformation I'm going through is complete, and I am whoever I am, whether I go back to my real name or not, it's going to be the transformation is done. The negativity I grew up with, the negativity that I associated with me, is going to be gone because I've taken so much energy to change that. Yeah, so change is a good thing. It's like, uh, you know, I've, I've opening up my wings and, and exploring things. Yeah, it's always fun to go ahead and change and grow. Let me see. Do, 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 do. And like I was reading online too, and uh, for a lot of people who accept, or at least um, are beginning to see through the lies and manipulations that have been imposed upon us, you know, and, and like I've, there's more confirmation for me because growing up, we grew, I grew up on welfare, and everyone kept telling me, oh, you're not going to amount to nothing, you're going to be on welfare, you're going to be poor the rest of your life, you're going to be a nobody. You grew up thinking that, you're going to believe that. So, you know, this was stuff and ideas and all that were imposed upon me. But I'm trying to, I've, you know, accepted those. And I said, no, you know what? I don't have to accept that. That's not me. So I've made a choice to move upward as part of this ascension process. So, you know, in, in order to do that is what I'm doing. I'm transforming and changing. And I love to change. It's fun. It's interesting, you know. It has been a lot of work, too, because I'm like, oh, you know what? I got Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. I got to change stuff. I got websites to redesign and rechange and all this and all that. But people are going along with me. You know, I haven't totally changed everything over yet. But you know, when it happens, you know, that's that's part of the part of the uh, growing process. And it's going to be fun. Oh, I like what everyone's saying. And he'll thank you, everybody, in the chat room. J.A.H. Nessa says, It is so good for a host to let us really know him. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That's part of walking the walk and talking the talk. You know, and there's other hosts on here who do that. You know, they let you know what's going on. They let you know the real them, which, you know, is nice because you realize, hey, you know what? They're... They're human like I am. They're just in a radio, and you know they have things to say that I like to listen to. So um, let me see. Yeah, we're going through an evolutionary split, you know, and and I've talked about it before. We're gonna have. Well, we have it now. We have the haves and have-nots, those who have and those who have not. And we're gonna, it's almost going to be the same way spiritually. We're going to have those who are spiritually aware and those who aren't. And, you know, and that's part of the process and all. So we're here as light workers to help these people coming along with us. You know, and then I can go ahead and 
you know, when I'm done with my transformation as to who I am and everything professionally, you know, I can go to people. It's like, you know what? Change is a good thing. This is what I've done. You know, and I can go ahead and use this as an example of the changes I've gone through to find out who the real me is and to go ahead and disassociate myself with a lot of different things. So it's going to be a learning experience for a lot of different people. Janessa. Okay, Janessa. That's it. You know, as our realities simultaneously dissolve and recreate themselves, hello, here we go, you know. You know, we're dissolving and recreating themselves, and, um, you know, we have you know, economic challenges that we're facing, and the ecological and social challenges that we're also facing. You know, we're, some of us are going to have some very, um, some very troubling times on that. But never lose sight of the fact that you are the creator of your life. You know, and you can recreate it at any moment regardless of your circumstances. Someone just private messaged me. It's like, what do you think about the psychics that claim they cannot see past the year 2012? They can't see past the year 2012 is because they have blockages that still believe, that they still feel that 2012 is the end of all. Now, I can see past 2012, 2013, 2014, 2020. We're going to live in a more peaceful society. We're going to be spiritually uh, enlightened. We're going to live a dual existence where, like we're talking right now and you're listening to me, you're going to be able to listen in this easy to the spirit world. You're going to be able to listen to your spirit guides and your angels. They're going to help you out. You know, God wanted us. God is an energy being. God is the creator of everything. No matter what God you live in, God is energy lives in a different dimension than us, totally different, and it's all energy. Well, God was like, what's it like to be in a physical world? Well, he, you know, God had to go ahead and do different things and create different things. And finally got to the point of, you know, was able to create solid matter, created the planets, created, um, you know, the Big Bang to start it all off. You know, and then we finally evolved. And, yeah, you know, you look back throughout history, you know, when we started off, we had um, we had the Neanderthals. We had you know we were ape-like and all. So, but we evolved as spiritual beings because God was like, you know what? Okay, we got to you know I got to do this more and, and do that. Finally, you know God was never had never done this before. So you know we evolved and and He's like, you know what? Okay, this works. This body works now. You know the body works. The mind is there. That's why we only use ten percent of our minds, by the way. Because if we were all of a sudden to have full knowledge and use 100% of our brains, we'd go crazy. So we only use 10% of our minds, and that's part of the process, you know, and, and that God brought us into. So, but we've evolved in a physical form to where it's like, okay, God is like, okay, they've reached a point now; they're ready. You know, my creation can go ahead and live. Their energy can grow and expand to be able to keep the solid form and still live in this dimension with me. And that's why, you know, a lot of people, if they can't see beyond 2012, is because they still feel 2012 is the end of it all. You know, they don't see. They can see, and they can predict, and they can help other people. But those who are saying, I can't see past 2012, is because you refuse to let yourself see there. 
you refuse to believe that there is something else other than the end. It's a new existence, a new creation for us all. Oh yeah, Brenda, the spirit world is getting much louder, much more visible to us. You know, you got to be aware of this that's going on. You know, and that's why those of us who are enlightened, like right now, I've, you know, and yeah, like I tell everyone, I don't know, I'm not, a, you know, I don't know it all. I'm learning too. But when I do find out confirmations and information of things that I wrote two years ago and have published in the book, even though I self-published it, um, it's there. You know, I let everyone know. So I got this confirmation say doing this information. It's like, okay, so some other people have written already that we're going to transcend and we're going to have um, a dual existence. You know, it's little things that you listen to where it's like, ah, okay. You know, because I was wondering, it's like, well, did I do the right thing? And, I, you know, I'm transitioning, I'm changing. And it's like transitioning change is good because, you know, you have to de-evolve to re-evolve. So I'm breaking down the old me, making way for the new me. And whatever the new me is along the way, that's going to be the more spiritual, enlightened being that, I'm, that I am. Yeah, we're going to start seeing them uh, more and more. And it's getting a lot easier to connect with um, spiritual beings. So and I've said that before, the veil between the, the dimensions is getting very weak and thin, and it's going to stay that way. And it's it's going to get thicker again, and you know, like it had been. And it's going to be a little bit more harder, but it's not going to be as hard as it was. It's going to be so much easier. And by next year, communicating with spirits is going to be so easy for a lot of people. They're going to be like, and be able to talk to anybody at any time. Yep. Definitely affirmations. Always getting affirmations all over the place. And it's, it's wonderful when you go get them. So, and it's going to be nice. And, you know, and yeah, you have to, you have to take care of yourself. But at the same point, you can also take care of other people around you. You know, um, you know, I've gone ahead and I've started my own vegetable garden. Florida, you know, we've got two seasons. I'm getting ready to plant again. So we get a couple of seasons here. But I get more than enough that I grab. So it's like, you know, to my neighbors, like, help yourself. You know, I don't need it. Help yourself. Take it. You know, it's my way of being able to help others. I could be, you know, years ago people would be like, you know what? Just let it rot in the, on the vines. You know, I can't eat it, so let it go to waste. You know, if you can't use it, give it to someone else who can. You know, that's part of the enlightenment process, too. You still take care of yourself, but you also help others along the way. You know, and that's what it is. And so many people, so especially religions, they're so afraid of the changes that are taking place that they're going to be pushing fear and pushing, you know, the apocalypse is coming. 2012 is the end. The Mayan calendar proves it. The Mayan calendar only proves one thing. The Mayans didn't exist anymore to keep writing any more calendars. It's like, uh, okay, they stopped at that date, okay? Why did they stop? Well, what happened to the society? What happened to the civilization? They moved on. They changed. They left. You know, something happened to them. They, you know, they, they evolved and they grew. So, of course, they couldn't write anymore. 
So who's to say that you know, they didn't finish writing up to the 2012 calendar and they were getting ready to write for the 2013 and they had to move? We don't know what happened to them. We don't know why. But everyone's like, that's the last of the calendars they wrote. Well, they're not around anymore. They ceased to exist a long time ago. So, of course, there's going to be no more calendars. They just happen to be. They wrote only up to the year 2012. Oh, yeah, the neighbors love it. I got one of my neighbors. And I mean, I even grew um, dill as a companion plant to help get rid of some of the bugs in the garden. Now, I don't like the taste of dill, but my neighbor does. So he's like, can I have those dill heads? I said, go ahead. I said, take them. Take the leaves. Anything else that you can use as the herb, you know? I said, go ahead and take it. Then he's like, oh, thank you, because I love it. Said, That's fine by me. I just planted it in the garden and keep some of the bugs away from the cucumbers and all. So, I mean, you know, I did a companion planting, and it's something I couldn't use, but it helped beneficial for my garden. But my neighbor liked it. So I was like, you know, take it. You know, and that's the kind of help we can do, little things, you know. Yeah, I have an onk uh, around mine F2, and everyone's, and then I have a pentagram on also. And everyone's like, oh, what are you doing with the Star of David? I'm like, um, it's missing a point. It's not the Star of David. I'm like, yeah, it is. What do you have the Star of David and a cross on for? I'm like, it's an onk and pentagram. It's not a star. It's not a, a Star of David and a cross. And they're like, oh, that's evil. I said, no, it's not. I said, it's here for protection and help me. So I said, am I an evil person? They're like, well, no. I said, all right, then. I said, I'm a good person. Aren't I? They're like, well, yeah, you're the most kind-hearted person I ever know. I said, all right, why would I wear something that represents evil? And they're like, oh, you got a good point there. So, but that's just me. I have my way of talking to people. Oh, yeah, mine raises all so many questions, too. But I just love, you know, people question everything. It's like, oh, well, you know. Hello, Erica, it's 602. You're on the air. Hey, Michael. Or yes. John, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay, dear. Well, you can call me anything you want to, honey. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to call in because this has been a thing that I was told about 2012. Now, it wasn't about 2012. It was just about the change for years and years since 1987. And even my book reflects that. And um, so I've been told this for years. So I really, really believe there is something coming up with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's getting ready uh, for the big change. It is definitely coming. I mean, we're in the midst of it. I, I really think we're in the midst of it. Yeah, that's uh, why we've been feeling the energy waves so much lately, because they're getting stronger and stronger. Oh, yeah. I, I Like I said, I there was a real good show on BTR, on Kathy's Distant Echoes, where um, Mark, who's a psychic, talked about all the uh, various symptoms. Oh, yeah, there's, there's so many of them. I've got written, I think, yeah. 52 of them in my book. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he gave out like seventy some, and it was just, you know, it's like, oh well, this makes sense. But you know, like, ooh, my guys told me this back in '87, so it's nothing new. No, yeah, it, it's just it so many people have started to talk more and more about it. Yeah, when I I got on Blog Talk Radio about a year, about eight months ago, everybody's talking about it, and I'm like, whoa, you know, everybody's now talking about these things. Yep. And, and yeah, and it's really cool, because we all know, uh, and I know that past-wise, there has been a lot of talk about changes, and I believe there were dimensional changes. But this is a biggie. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's and a biggie because it's, because it's biological and spiritual also. Yeah, because it's a combination one. It's like I was saying, we're going to have a dual existence. Right. We're going to have the physical form like we have now, but we're going to be um, enlightened and right. beings and, at the same time. It's going to be like angels so taking on the physical form. And this is so weird, because this is what I've been told for years, and nobody believed me, of course. Nobody said, oh, you're crazy, and you're insane, and it's it's a lot of um, things like this. But this is like, um, I really think this is it. Or otherwise, you know, it, it wouldn't have been for so long that we would have known. And it's not going to be a perfect world. Well, no. But that's that's part of the process, too. There's so many of us, um, and I've, well, you've heard me. I've used the analogy of being on an escalator in Washington, D.C. Right. You've got some right. that are really that are enlightened and some down at the bottom, and you've got those of us in the middle. And we're here to help transition people. Right, so, and, and that's it. We're it many, many years for the transition to happen, but we're lucky to be right, right. in the middle of it. We're going to teach this. And like I said uh, in the chat room, uh, they said, well, you know, um, we're here for this. And I said, you know, I got told you can sit on the sidelines or you can do it. Well, in this life, I've been told for so many years about it. I said, you know what? There's no way I'm sitting on the sidelines. No, it's no fun I'm going to it. And it's not pretty. It's not nice. It's a lot of um, back and forth. I've had a lot of problems, as I'm sure all of us have. But, you know, it's going to be worth it when we see it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's beginning and right now. And, there, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, 2012, it's going to be real quick and done. It's like, no, it's already been happening. It's just speeding up it's now. It's been happening for years. Uh-huh. It's been it's happening climax. for years. The climax is going to be 2012 is when it's going to really kick in. You know, it's building um, up. But you, can't just, you can't just take, you know, like, um, you know, high voltage electricity and, and suction. Right. Because you're going to get zapped. Because, you can build up to it. Right. And I was told it would be over, like, a six-year period that all this would happen. 
And then we got to give credence to the fact that it's man's timeline. And every, well, what I've been told is every planet has a timeline. Unfortunately, this one has been messed up a lot. So therefore, you know, we got to look at, it's not even 2012 even. So, you know, it may not be 2012 that it happens. You know, but in this time, it could be 2012. Yeah, because we've messed up the calendar. Right, right, exactly. You know, and that's why uh, I was um, saying, it's like, you know, 2012 may have already been here, according to what the Mayans wrote. Well, the thing is, there was an article about a year back about the uh, universal clock. And the actual Navy put it out, and they said that they were they went off the universal clock, and according to that, we only have sixteen hours in a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Changing. It's like eh, okay. You know, sun up, sun well, down. time is man made. Times they're made. Um, the only thing I know about, I mean, and this is, of course, my guides and my knowledge, is time continuums, which yeah. are like millennial areas, which are a thousand years, um, in the universe. But it's all got to do with the rotation of the planets and all of these things. And uh, therefore, it has nothing to do with man's time. So the Mayans could have been talking about that. Yeah, there could be so many things, because, you know, without them being here, we don't know exactly what they were talking about. And like I said, we don't know, you know, that's what we believe their calendar to say, because that's how we're interpreting it. But who's to say when, you know, when their calendar, when their time frames were, because we've changed the calendar. Well, and then you've got to look at the fact that, unfortunately, man also interpreted the Bible. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, that's where the, you know, they that? That the, the beginning of the Mayan calendar, they assumed, <clears throat> started right around 3000 B.C. or so. Right, right. So it's what they assume. And it's like, yeah, and we, you know, that's because you don't know. So all this and then they yeah, just like, you know, before everyone was like, oh, 2000 is going to be the end of the world. Yeah, we're still Right. Here. Right, and, and we also assume that man's lived for millions of years, and they haven't. Not as homo as human. Yeah. It's only been a few thousand. Like I was saying in the chat room, no, it's only been a few thousand. There was... There were maybe Homo sapiens, something similar, but actual man has only lived a few thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Actual in this form that we have now, it's only been um, a short period of time. Right. You know, and, and now we're getting ready to evolve into a new form. Right, and I love this because it's like I was told this so long ago, and nobody believed me. And here we are, you know. 
Yep. And here I are, and everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going on? It's like, oh, a lot of people have known about this for a long time. This has been going on. <clears throat> you know, it's just nobody wanted to listen. Right, right. No, and they didn't. They said that we were crazy. You know, we're insane. They said um, Shirley McLean was insane. And I'm like, no, she's not. You know. Yep. Yeah, because now everyone's like, oh, my God, it's real. It's like, yeah. But the religious people yeah. are turning and taking a twist on it, saying it's going to be the Armageddon and the end of the world, and people are getting... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, our guys, are, our guys are misleading us, and they're all the evil people that are misleading us, and so on yep. and so on and so on, and, you know, but, <clears throat> no, I've known it since 87, so I believe it. Anyway, I will get off here. I see Laura's in the room. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to get her back to the chat. Okay, And dear. I will talk to you later, sweetheart. Oh, yes, dear. We'll talk to you shortly. Yeah, we'll have to talk some more. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye, dear. Yeah, see, that you know, um, that's what I was talking about a long time ago also is, you know, people have awoken at different points in their lives, and some have been, you know, awake a lot longer than I have and they know that these changes are coming and they've been talking about it but now all of a sudden nobody, everyone wants to listen you know, um, you know which, is, which is a good thing it's part of the transition but you know we need to listen to what uh, other people are talking about because if we let the negativity and the hype that's being um Put out there, and the fear that's being put out there, it's going to prevent the changes from taking place, and the fear is going to win. And that's not what we want. That's not what our Creator wanted. I mean, yeah, we have free will and all that. We can change it. I mean, if we believe in the negativity and the fear and say, you know, there's going to be a big nuclear war, it's going to end everything, and keep building into the hype, well, those who are in control of the nuclear bombs are going to believe into the hype too, and one of these days they're going to be like, you know what, this is going to happen. i got to stop this now. And they're going to hit a button. Well, that's because we feed into the negativity. We feed into the fair. Don't feed into it. Keep on living your life. Say, you know what? Something better is coming up. It's all part of the change. It's all part of the process. And if they don't like it, well, then that's just too bad. They just don't go along with us for the journey and the ride. They can stay around and be wondering what the heck's going on until they finally wake up and catch up to us. So, but... You know, and it, and it has happened. As we stop putting in the fear and stop feeding into it, you know, Korea's threatened a few times to try to, you know, send out a bomb. They haven't done it yet because we don't let the fear of them take over. It's like, we're not afraid of you. So they realize oh, it's not working. Hello, Erico 985, you're on the air. 985 is on the air? Yes, you're on the air. Okay, I'm going to take you off speaker. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to have you on that, but I, I needed to have you on that. That's because, okay. Because the Skype line that I was on, the same person has been holding on for one hour. And so I was wondering if people were, and I understand why you are, keeping Skype people off, Um you know, not all of us are bad. We're just trying to get it free. 
and well, yeah. uh, uh, well, and what happens is a lot of people who call in with Skype. I call understand. In to harass and, I um, totally understand. But I also put in the chat room that I was calling on Skype. Oh, and I wanted to, I did. Point. I wanted to let you know that because I always try to make that clear. Um, now, I also have the luxury that a lot of people do not have. And I wanted to make this clear to you because, you see, everybody loves you, not just people with money, not just people with cell phones that they have free during the evening. But people do love you that don't have that. And Skype is free and so they can call you. Yes. And, I mean, I only wanted you to give that good heart that you have to the goodness of those like me that called in on Skype, waited a long time, and said, and then we will call on our cell phones. Uh, oh, what because you got a hit on my name if you private me. If you do a whisper, no, you see, the, um, you, see, you see a lot of people aren't that um, familiar with the Internet. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. That, oh, I yes, I do know all these things, but I'm just trying to tell you the truth. You are a popular person, and now you are going into a, an entirely different thing that is so impressive to me that you are saying that, you know, the sound of your real name is incredibly important. And uh, it is important because it is feeling that way to you. I am listening to you. I have been listening to you. And other people listen to you. Some of these people that listen to you are not evil. They, they are not these crazy Skypers. And I do agree there should be a way. We need to make a way to make it good for them because the country is in a time where there are so many people that just don't have means. I do have the means. I just did it because I knew that in the end my cell phone would be answered before the Skype. And I knew that because I understand why you didn't, but I also wanted to do this call because I wanted to let you know that there are good people out there that are using Skype on a lower, um, what would you call it, uh, bandwidth? Yeah, I, I don't know all the things. I'm certainly not a wizard in that way, but I mean... I have a higher one, you know. I have one that's good, that gives a good signal. But the thing is, is that there are people using it on the lower signal that also are using it just out of, because they don't even have a phone. This is a time in our world where people are reaching out to people like you. That's why I'm calling you, to let you know not everyone on Skype is bad. I don't know how to fix that, how to keep those people that are taking up the time that shouldn't be taken, and I don't know how to fix that. I just know that I know for sure in my town, in my hometown, where we have had four hurricanes, and there are some extremely wonderful people that have not only lost their jobs, but 
they have lost their opportunity to graduate from college. They have lost many things. Many people have lost many things. And they use Skype in uh, places like my house. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. I have had them come to my house and use on social networks, um, you know, my computer. I've volunteered it. And I've had all kinds of messages sent back to me like, they think I'm this duplicitous person um, because it's the same IP address. I mean, address, I'm sorry. There are things going on in the world, people, is what I'm telling you, with 2012 that's coming that is going to involve your soul. You are going to have to ask yourself, is it really important that someone thinks you're someone else, or is what's more important that someone can come in and use your thing that you have, like a station, and you can have a good life, a good experience with them, and watch the moon or watch the stars or drink some green tea or whatever is happening and realize what life is about, and that is the 2012 we are approaching. We are not just approaching a point in destiny. We are leading up to that point, and leading up to that point is what we want to become, what our souls are, what we are, accepting our brothers and sisters and reaching out to them is part of this, and that makes us who we are and who we become and who all of us become. And that is something that we have not spoken about on this show, but yet I know that you, I've heard more of you tonight than I think I've heard in any other night. And you are such a open person, I mean, that is something that is needed to be heard for people that just want to use you, for what can I get from you, what can you tell me about what I need to know about what's going to happen, but you are a human being like everyone else, and you might have a gift, but it is something else to know that you have a gift, and another thing to know that you are a gift to humanity. And we are all a gift to humanity, every single one of us. And I can tell you that there are six people that people think that I am, and I laugh at it every day, because these are people that use my computer. And these are people that I trust, I love, and I know. And when I go to work, they actually have a key, and they can come on and sign on. They have a different password. But you know it's the same IP address yeah. because it's the same router. And so I, I have introduced them to this wonderful place that I love. I won't mention it now because it's, it would only complicate things, but it really is wonderful. And and so they have all gone on there and they have loved it. And everybody thinks it's all the same person. 
It's crazy. But the thing is, is that that doesn't really matter. What really matters is that they get a little delight in their life that they can no longer afford. And they have the, you know, they have to face unemployment. That's what they're facing. And they have to face these things that they're facing. They are my friends. They are my people that I love. And they are trusted. They come in here when I'm not here. It's like a key under the frog, only there's no frog. It's We won't tell you where it is, but it, there's a key. <laughs> and so so they they are, are, are welcome. And this is what we have to go back to, people. We have to find this. We cannot, I understand, put everyone in the same category. I do understand that. But the more you let in, the more you give, the more you will receive. And this 2012 that everyone talks about, it is possibly caused because we shut everything out. But the horror of the end, and if we let the truth of the beginning of new friendships come in, then the horror of the end will not happen. Be open, be full of love, and be faithful in the fact that the goodness, the spiritual brightness, and the light will prevail. Yes, it does. But, you know, but that, if you've been listening to my show for a long time, because I've been doing them now since the beginning of June, you know that every yes. time I answered a Skype caller, I'd get harassed, I'd get um, back, I know. I'd have so I many know. problems. And a lot of other I hosts know. have, too. Unfortunately, because I know. of the few, the many have to suffer for it. And I know, I know this. Part of transformation and change, because once my change is complete, I'll be able to go ahead and not worry about answering Skype callers. I I know this. I know this, but at the same time, that is being judgmental. And I am not trying to attack you. I love you. I love you. I know. But a lot of the Skype callers who were calling in were being judgmental in it because of the name that I was using. And they are because they're trying to be duplicitous, and they're disguising themselves. Yes. But now we're in a place... the action of the few ruined it for the many. But now we're living in a place where people are needing connections, and they have no other options. And no, they are even that's using my... seen me yes. being in the chat room, and I'll even say over the air, if you're on Skype, let me know that you're in the chat room. So that's where and I, know I did. Somebody, but I didn't see it because you have to private message. When we get a full chat room like this and everyone's talking... The host can't see what's going on to try to keep up with what's going on when they're talking. But if you And I'm certainly not putting you down. Trust me, I totally, really appreciate you, John. I, I, I appreciate you so much. You are a good person. And not only that, but you are amazing. I mean, you have said to everyone, I've got to change everything, but I am going to be you know, me, and that is amazing. Most people do not have that kind of, I guess, commitment 
to the actual truth of energy, which is what I feel from you, you have no idea how much I admire you for the things that you have said and do. You are amazing. Well, thank you. I've got uh, We're running short on time, and I've got somebody else who's been patiently waiting and all. Uh, but tune in because there's going to be a lot of other new changes coming along. And I'll be starting to take more Skype callers in the near future. But you That's all I was Right-click on my name and where it says private, then you do a private because it sends up a message. It, it puts up a new window right in front of me that says, um, you know, and you type in there, I'm on, uh, you know, on Skype call. And then I'll know. But if you type it in a chat room and you do a whisper, I don't see that. There are six people here right now with me. Yep. And uh, I'm just going to tell you this, that some of us now have done something else. And the thing that we are doing is toward 2012. We are uniting with our people. That's something that you need to really tell people about. Unite people that don't have the Internet and and help them. And Well, that's what, we're, that's what we're trying to do. That's why tonight I posted the topic about uh, 2012 and why we've been talking about it. And I really hate to do this to you because you're a wonderful And I know. Lady, we have to, to go. go but, John, you're call. fantastic. We Thank all you. love you. Thank you. Bye -bye. I love you, too. We'll talk to you shortly. Bye-bye. Hello, you're on the air. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. I was calling regarding um, my work. I do believe that life continues past 2012, and uh, I've committed 18 years in supporting the community and systemic change and unfortunately it doesn't pay and after 18 years I'm tired and I actually have to look for a new job um, any months now tomorrow I find out if I could get a layoff or if I need to resign um, and I'm desperately searching for a new job but I wanted to see if you had a sense in terms of what my next highest and best job opportunity is out there like what would you see me doing uh, well, like I said to a caller earlier, I'm not doing any um, readings because we were just uh, oh. discussing about 2012, so I've oh, been open up to doing any readings. I, you know, um, okay. Call in tomorrow, and I'll be ready to do readings and all because I closed everything down so we can talk about 2012 tonight. Okay, and around the same time? Um, tomorrow night, tomorrow's Wednesday, it's a later show. Okay. I do a later time, but just go ahead and mark me as a favor, and it'll go ahead and send you a reminder. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, there's the one I've been waiting on. Hello, Mayan Princess. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Yes, hi. I was the uh, person on the, on the phone also. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, um, I'll mark you as a favorite. This is the first time I'm on, and um, I, I'm a big fan of the Mayans. <laughs> and, I can uh, see that by your name. Yeah, because I actually have Mayan blood. <laughs> but but um, I'd say that I would say that um, the predictions the Mayans had. If one reads the Mayan Bible, which is called the Popol Vuh, which is older than the Christian Bible. Um, it talks about their view of the creation of the world. And I believe it's 
states like the world was recreated four different times. So um, in the history of mankind, according to the Mayans, there were four different eras. And so they didn't write past this current era, but based on how they viewed the um, transition into other eras, it's not the end of the world where life form as we know it no longer exists, but it's more a shifting of our consciousness. And so if we don't see anything written around 2012, maybe they just didn't get a chance to write it before they were massacred um, and books were burnt. Um, and the mines, there are mines that still exist nowadays, but um, they've had history of cultural survival um, trying to to continue their ancestry, their knowledge, and unfortunately, many of the books and the knowledge that they wrote was was burnt. But the oral language and the arts, um, passing it on to their children with the spoken language, um, their various Mayan languages still exist. And so there are a few people in, for example, the Mayan capital, which was Guatemala, um, trying to revive the culture and revive some of the spiritual practices. But unfortunately, the richness of it we have lost. But I'd say that uh, Mayan 2012 was more of a key moment in the transition of, um, of the consciousness but not the end of humankind. Yeah, that's, and that's what I was researching earlier when I got some of the confirmations. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we're just evolving. Mm-hmm. So, and it's going to be and, a wonderful transformation. On a, yeah, on a personal level, we all have, I do believe, like challenges present uh, itself in our lives, and we can e- either learn the hard way or learn the more gentler ways, gentler messages that are sent our way. And I think as a society, as a community, we can also learn a way. So if we continue our path, 2012, I don't see the destruction of the planet Earth. In fact, if we don't take care of our environment as human beings, if we don't take care of one another as human beings, we are opting to learn the hard way. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, thanks, uh, Mr. John. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for tuning in, and hopefully we'll get to talk to you again shortly. Sounds good. Good night. Good night. Good night. She's got such wonderful energy. See, the Mayans still exist. They just moved to move on, and, you know, and they've changed. And we have one here with us today. Let's see. Um... Someone says, I see August of 2010 as being a very significant period for humanity based on a rare T-square configuration involving the outer planets. I haven't researched any of that, but I do know that every alignment of the planets do um, resonate because it pulls on energy because we're all interconnected. Even the vacuum of space, there's what they call antimatter. There's cells there. There's energy there. So everything's connected. So, but I haven't researched any of it, but as soon as I find out anything more about, um, you know, the T-squares of the planet alignments and all, you know, I'll be talking more about it. 
And I think tomorrow night it's going to be a late show, because Wednesday nights I do late shows because I go to a metaphysical church for healing services and messages. Um, so I'm going to be going to that tomorrow night. So I do a late show, but I think I'm going to continue on the discussion of 2012. We hit a hot topic, it seems, today. had a lot of people tuning in, a lot of positives, and some mostly positives. So, and, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things going on and changing. So, but I want to give a quick shout-out to a lot of others who are here right now. I know we've missed quite a few. Laura was in here. I saw that earlier. Hello, Angelic Waves, Astro Intuitive, Brenda, Shelley, Dominica, Emerald Rose. Nice talking to you always, dear. Hello, Guest 3527. Hello, Guest 3731. You can sign up for a free account on Blog Talk Radio and enjoy the festivities in the chat room. Hello, Janessa. Janessa. Hello, Kimberly. Hello, Lady Silver Vixen, Moon Lady, Mystic Realm, Mystic Tortoise, Sabrina, and that quirky girl. So it's always fun having everyone here with us. So, but um, I know we've only got a couple more minutes left, so um, uh, I would be able to do this, I hope. Hello, Erica, at 814, you're on the air. Hi, how are you this evening? Not bad. How are you? Oh, very distressed. I have a question. Can I get a reading from you? I'm um, not doing any readings tonight. We were just talking about 2012 and the change. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry to bother you then. Thanks for your help. Uh, no problem. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, not not tuned in because I wasn't open to do any readings today. Um uh, Yeah, so uh, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, for listening. Don't forget, tune in tomorrow night. I'll probably be talking more about 2012 and about changes that are taking place and all, and, and about the changes I'm going through. Some people don't like them. Some people do like the changes. Some people, it seems that, you know, they're like, oh, my guides told me you're doing the wrong thing. And I look, and some of them are hosts that have their own shows. But it seems like since I've changed my name, and changing everything else and transforming that um, things are changing and people are coming back to see what I'm all about now and what's going on. And I don't know. Um, you know, I'm playing everything by ear, going according to the way my guides and spirits tell me. So I just want to thank everyone. Don't forget, mark me um, as a friend. Add me as a favorite. Find me on MySpace, Facebook, and Twitter, still as a gay psychic. That hasn't changed yet, because I'm still a gay psychic. I'm a happy psychic. I just happen to like men, too. So, anyways, until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun. Take care. God bless. And um, don't forget, mark me as a favorite. Add me as a friend. And until tomorrow night, everybody, don't name any of them after me.